0: So while I talk mostly on the show about lead generation advertising, social media management is still a huge part of what we do for clients today. And what I found in this industry, even before recording this episode, I looked up a bunch of different contractors in my local market and the bar is so low. There's maybe 1% of companies that are doing a good job, that are posting regularly. They have good content and most are doing terrible. And it's really, really sad to see because I know how hard you guys work. I know the great work that you do. But oftentimes when it comes to your online marketing, you're just not doing yourselves justice. And I would love to see that change. Welcome to Beyond the Tools, the podcast that helps contractors attract more leads grow their business, and finally get off the tools. In each episode, you'll discover marketing tactics that work. You'll get actionable insights from other successful contractors and connect with experts to help you grow. I'm your host, Crystal Hobbs, owner of a social media agency that helps contractors attract and convert more leads. Get ready to take your business to the next level so you can finally enjoy the fruits of your hard labor. Ready? Let's go. Welcome back to Beyond the Tools. Today, guys, I want to give you a little bit of tough love. I know, I promise it won't be too harsh, but there are a few things that I'm really noticing in this industry, especially this week, that I wanted to share with you. is your online presence like a rusty van? <laughs> my neighbor is doing some renovations and I was out walking my dog, walk past their house and I noticed a contractor van and it is super rusty. Like it looks gross. <laughs> and then elsewhere in town, I'm driving along and I drive past this lighting company and outside their office, outside their main space where customers come they have a sign above the door and it's a super outdated logo which fine I could probably forgive you know but it was also really dimly lit and I'm like you're a lighting company like this is what you're supposed to be best at (laughs) you know and then Earlier this week as well, I had a call with a prospect and I always go on their website and social media and like really check you out before we have a conversation. So I have a good idea of where you're at. And their website had a ton of spelling errors and links that didn't work and broken images. I've even seen some websites that have like the lorem ipsum. So that like placeholder text on their site. And this is a website that is live that customers can look at. So all of this really got me thinking, how many business owners in the residential construction space are really taking the time to cultivate a good impression of their company? Now, I'm sure as I'm saying this, most of you contractors are like, no, 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 no. Like I would never put a rusty van out on the road. I know better than that. And I'm sure, I'm sure this is a bit of an anomaly, but let's be honest here. How many of you, if somebody calls your business phone number and they get your voicemail, it's like, Hey, this is John, leave a message, (laughs) you know, nothing about the company, or maybe you're using a Gmail address for your company email to communicate with clients or your Facebook page. Maybe you've got nothing going on there, no real likes on your page, no real updates, or maybe you've got some negative reviews that you haven't answered, or you're posting like weird clip art and like industry memes. I've seen all of this stuff, I've seen it all happen, and it makes me cringe so hard. And this may sound harsh, but honestly, it is the truth of what your customers are thinking. They're going to check you out online and they do not like what they see. And if they don't like what they see, they're going to go somewhere else. They're going to make a judgment. So what do you do? Now, when I started reflective marketing, we started as a social media management company. So essentially what that means is that we would act as the business on social media. So we'd post on their Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. We did it all. We'd post as them. We'd respond to customer messages and comments. We'd run their advertising. And ultimately, we we're trying to ensure that they were regularly reaching and engaging and nurturing new potential customers so that when somebody was in that consideration phase, They had already built a relationship with that company and they were way more likely to buy from them. That's the role of your organic or your unpaid social media. It should be something that attracts people, should be something that gives them a really good impression, helps them to get to know the company so that when they are ready to buy, they only want to work with you. So while I talk mostly on the show about lead generation advertising, social media management is still a huge part of what we do for clients today. And what I found in this industry, even before recording this episode, I looked up a bunch of different contractors in my local market, and the bar is so low. There's maybe one percent of companies that are doing a good job, that are posting regularly. They have good content. And most are doing terrible and it's really, really sad to see because I know how hard you guys work. I know the great work that you do, but oftentimes when it comes to your online marketing, you're just not doing yourselves justice and I would love to see that change. So let's go through how you can fix this, okay? I'm going to give you some real simple steps that are going to move you in the right direction. So the very first thing you have to do is to clean up your social media channels. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not on social media, go get a Facebook page. Go set one up right now because your customers are looking for you. And if they can't find you, that speaks just as loudly as that rusty van or just as loudly as you having a poor social media presence. Okay? get a Facebook page up there, make sure people can find you now on your Facebook page. And again, this should be a business page. So you want to make sure that you're not able to add people as friends. They should be able to just like your page and you have all the business functionality on there. Okay. So the very first thing you want to do is make sure your profile picture is your logo. Now, if you're just starting out and you don't have a logo That's okay. Start with something that's going to be common across all your channels and your website, but that is something you want to build into your budget. So if you don't have a logo right now, make sure that that's something you get in the future. So your logo should be your profile picture because that's what people are going to see when you're posting. They're going to see that little icon along with the company name and the Facebook page. With every post that you do. So, you want to make sure that's your logo. The second piece is your cover photo. So, this applies to Facebook, not Instagram. But your cover photo is essentially that big banner as soon as somebody clicks on your page. So, it's kind of the prime real estate of your Facebook page. And you want to make sure that that gives a really good first impression. So, this is a great place to showcase your work or your team and think about you know going back to the episode with Ryan Peaton where he talked about nobody wants to see your framing right they want to see the finished product very similar with your cover photo you want to showcase something that somebody looks at and says like wow i could picture that being my house you know so that's your cover photo and this is something you can change over time your cover cover photo doesn't have to stay the same forever but it should be something that is very visually pleasing. Okay, so show your work or show your team because people love to see people on social media. They want to get to know who's behind the company, the people that they see when, they, when you actually show up at their house. So that's a good opportunity too. I do have some clients that have team photos as their cover photo, and I think that can work really well too. Third, you want to add a description. So your about section on Facebook, you should share exactly what it is that you do and what makes you different and why someone should want to hire you. So your main company messaging, that's where that goes. Okay, and then the last step is to go through your operating hours, phone number, email, website, all of that contact information. Make sure that that is all correct and up to date. I like to have a reminder in my calendar every year just to refresh those things and make sure it's all accurate because you don't want to have a phone number up there that doesn't work anymore or an email nobody checks. So once you have those pages cleaned up, now you can move on to your content. So if you're listening right now, I'd love for you to start to brainstorm a list of things that your customers want to hear about. So think about the topics that most interest them. Ultimately, it's not about you, right? So to give you a fun little story, right now I'm running an ad um, that has, has gotten some question marks in terms of comments, but it's for the HVAC industry. And it's a bit tongue in cheek. So it says, I don't know a thing about how this fan box thing works, but what I do know is how you can generate more leads with your marketing. So again, just a bit of fun, but like really this encapsulates the attitude of your customers. They don't know how the system works. They don't need to know all the details about the compressors and all that sort of stuff. They just want to be comfortable in their home. So when you're thinking about your content, think about what your customers care about. So industry memes and stuff, they're not going to get that. Not really. Okay. Once in a while, you can sprinkle that in, maybe, maybe, but you really want to focus on what your audience wants to hear. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're a home builder. So if you start to jot down things that your customers might be interested in hearing from you, so first of all, it could be, of course, your designs. So, you know, again, If you can, people may not really want to see blueprints, but they'd love to see, you know, your renderings or an actual model home or spec home and seeing, you know, staged rooms, all that sort of stuff, so they can really picture themselves there and get an idea for your work. You might also want to post about ways to make your home more comfortable or how to make. Things function better for their families. You may want to post new design trends. All that sort of stuff can be really compelling for your customers and give them a bit of a feel that you're up on the industry. You know what you're doing. You have that expertise. Customer testimonials. So if they can actually see that real people have worked with you and had a great experience, sharing those stories is really, really compelling. Your team. So again, people want to see who's behind the company, who's working there, and anything with people tends to do really, really well on social media. So think about any milestones, you know, work anniversaries, birthdays, accomplishments, certifications, training, any of that stuff that's going on. And then the last thing I would suggest is coming up of, with a list of frequently asked questions questions. So what I do, I kind of keep a running list in my phone of questions that I get from clients. Because you'll find over time that you get a lot of the same questions. People have the same concerns and challenges. So if you can then take those questions and turn them into content. So let's say, for example, again, I'll use HVAC. You know, how do I clean my air conditioner? Or how do I make sure that my air conditioner is ready for the warm weather? What are some tune-up options? So thinking through those questions that customers might have and then turning those into posts. It's a really simple source for content. Now, once you've got your list, now you want to start posting. And let's just keep it simple. Post weekly at a minimum. And if you can't do this, if you don't have somebody on your team that can really do this and do it well, then hire someone because it's just as important as your van out on the street, as your office sign, as all of those things. It's about creating the right impression and it's about attracting and nurturing potential customers. And that's it it's really just that simple. That is a great place to start. Of course, there's all sorts of other things that you could be doing, but honestly, the bar is so low and I really want to see you succeed. I want to see this industry do better at communicating their value, at communicating the great work that you do, and to really stand out from, you know, My uncle, who can fix things, right? You know, everybody wants to stop that underground economy and unqualified people doing this work. And to do that, you have a bit of a responsibility to put yourself out there and to really show the great work that you do. So, if this resonated with you today, I would love to hear from you. Please send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at Reflective Marketing. And tell me one thing that you commit to doing better with your social media. And if you like, I will even give you some personal feedback on your account. So send me a message, Facebook or Instagram, at Reflective Marketing. I'd love to have a bit of a chat with you and see where you're at in your marketing. And I'm happy to give some personal feedback. Thanks for listening, guys. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a fellow contractor. Otherwise, catch on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond the Tools. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love if you could also share this episode with a fellow contractor who is ready to get off the tools and grow their business. And if you want more leads sign up for our email list at reflectivemarketing.com, where we share weekly marketing insights that you can't get anywhere else. I'm Crystal Hobbs, and I hope you'll join me on the next episode of Beyond the Tools. See you next time.